With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. is it going Vancouver or wherever you're listening to this program from my name is Kyle Bowen shout out to SP Nation shout out to Nux Misconduct this yes this is sipping on a 40 hey speaking of Nux Misconduct go get the network wherever you listen to podcasts right now you get three hockey shows with one swipe one tap you get to make your hockey life just a little bit better if you get the network now you're Canucks your Canucks. Yo, do we have that evil laugh? Put put the music down. Put the music down. Do we have that evil laugh? <laughs> man, oh man. I'm sorry. I had to drop it. You could hear my evil laugh if you want. Ha 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 ha. I told you so, motherfuckers. Real talk. Real talk. Now, I've said that this team is better. I've said this team is good. And right now, they're not proving that point. They're not proving the latter. Not at all. I'll admit, I might have jumped the gun. But I was sold on the fact that this team was better. Now, through 26 games, the Canucks have 12 wins. They have 14 losses. Through 26 games, your Canucks, the team that my city, yes, my fucking city cheers for, Has 28 points. You know what the second last place team in the Pacific has? 26. This is not good enough. My people deserve better. A lot better. I understand small slumps, but this is horrendous. This is pathetic. This is, yes, bad. Remember that tweet a couple days ago? Justin Moore said... He said the Canucks are bad, and I I didn't know if he was paraphrasing to the game, to the stretch, or the grand scheme of things. Hey, the Canucks, the way they're playing, I'll I'll be honest, it's it's hard to sell people on the fact that this team did get better. Because again, this is bad. This is bad. Four wins, yes, four wins, right? In the month of November. November's almost over, yo. fucking pathetic i'm sorry for swearing so much it's part of the program and it's also part of the energy that i have this morning how do you do that how do you blow another lead the canucks were up 6-3 in the third period and lost 8-6 to evgeny malkin and the pittsburgh penguins yes evgeny malkin had five points yes evgeny malkin dominated 
But that's no excuse. That's no excuse for a couple couple things, okay? Once again, the Canucks sucked. I know they scored six goals, but this team had, what, 22 shots? In the new NHL? That's not a good sign. Something is up. In the game against Philadelphia, they sucked. They didn't even get to 20 shots. This is bad. In a couple of those wins this month, they only got those damn wins because of goaltending. This is bad. Are your Canucks bad? The proof is in the pudding. Once again, 12 wins in 26 games. Do the math. They've lost more hockey games than won more hockey games. Does that equal? Does that equal a good team? I don't, I don't think so. And that's a tough pill for me to swallow. Because my pride is on the line. I said this team got better. I said this team is good. But something is going on. It really is. It really is. I'm going to try my best to be a bit more patient. I said 41 games. That's what it's going to take for me to make my conclusion about this team. I'll take good losses. I'll take hard-fought losses. I won't take pathetic losses. Not anymore. You blow a fat lead to Washington. That looked bad. That was excusable because it was a quote-unquote entertaining game. And this was the new Canucks and blah, blah, blah. And I even said that. You look pathetic for most of the month. I kind of let it slide. I did my best to spin it. But this road trip, the majority of the games, they've they've looked horrible. They really have. If it's not for Markstrom on the first win on this road trip, they're not picking up that dub. If it's not for Markstrom in Washington, they're not picking up that dub. In the last two games combined, less than 40 shots. The team has Brock Besser, Elias Pettersson, JT Miller, Bo Horvat, Quinn Hughes. That, that is not, that is not excusable. It's horrible. Something is up. And I feel bad for my people. My people deserve better. They don't deserve another November. What, should my people, my city, the fans of your Canucks, should they just turn off the TV? For the whole month of November. What's going on with this roster? This has to be a sign of something. It does. These things don't happen. To good teams. Look I wish. I wish I could wake up this morning. Do this podcast. And we could talk about Quinn Hughes. Picking up three assists. The best Canucks defenseman of all time. With 21 points already this season. Pace for 70. And he was remarkable. He really was. I'll say it again. He reminds me of Roman Yossi. He reminds me of a, a prime Duncan Keith. He's that good. I wish we could talk more about him. I wish we could talk about Mr. First Rounder. JT Miller continuing to prove the doubters wrong. Me included. Hey, why don't, we, why don't we continue to talk on that, okay? JT Miller, was he worth the price of admission knowing that your Canucks may not be a good team anymore? Real talk. This is bad. Once again, 
two points away from being the second worst team in the Pacific. How much is that saying? It's jam-packed. It's still facts. It's still facts. Was that worth the first rounder? I still think they, they could have got JT Miller for less. I really do. I know he's been absolutely unreal this season, but, but knowing what he did last year, again, on a deep team, I do feel like if there was a better GM in charge, there was a way to finesse that deal without giving up an unprotected first-round pick. Look, the, the, the organization itself, how, how could they have banked on, on giving up a first-rounder at that point? I know you got to take risks. Hey, what's the J. Cole line? I guess it's like everyone's line. If you're scared to take a chance, how the fuck you going to get rich? I get you got to take chances. But picks are valuable, especially in a regime that that for the last couple of years have done a pretty good job at drafting first-round talent. Hey, I wish we could talk about Elias Patterson, the dude who we named the show after. You know, I've been telling more people about, people about the show. They've been hearing about it. They're asking, why is it called Sipping on a 40? How the fuck does that have anything to do with the Canucks? Hey, I'll say it again. The reason why you're so hyped about this season, the reason why you're so distraught right now, the reason why people were buying a team like that t-shirt after what, not even 10 games? Is because you were drunk over what Elias Pedersen did last year about what number 40 for your Canucks proved to the NHL that he is a phenom. And now Elias Pedersen, what is he, only the fifth player in the last couple years to hit 30 points in back-to-back -back seasons before the 30th game to start his NHL career. I wish we could talk more about that. But I've done enough sugarcoating for this team after loss, after loss, after loss. This is bad. When, when a team like the Canucks lose like this, Hell yeah, a lot of blame does, yes does, get pointed on to the coach. But I'm looking above the coach. People want to call me a betting hater, say what, say what you want. But when the team struggles, you look, and the stars are being the stars, you look at the depth, you really do. You look at the signings, you really do. Tanner Pearson, Josh Levo. Sven Berchi, who's now in the damn AHL. The depth. Nikolai Goldobin. I, why was there an article written? 77 reasons. I know, I know what the community having fun, having good times, positivity, whatever. Th there is not 77 reasons to call up Goldobin. Am I taking the, the headline too serious? Probably. I, I read a response to it. It was hilarious. I think it was by Jackson, who I think is actually the managing editor there. Fucking funny, dude. 7.7 um, .7 reasons why Goldobin should be in the AHL. He had nine minutes. Not even nine minutes. He is not the answer. Now, the Canucks shouldn't be shopping for no answers this year. Not after giving up a first-round pick. No, they shouldn't. And they shouldn't let Jim Benning make those moves. They shouldn't. No chance at all. No chance at all. Let's go to JT Miller. He had a. Uh, he's been great this season. He had some stuff to say about the game. wasn't wasn't too happy. This is from uh, the Canucks Twitter account. Okay, so this is a uh, JT Miller. What, what's his real name? Jonathan Taylor. Is that his real name? I think so. I don't know. AKA Mister First Rounder. 
wasn't too satisfied. They just wanted to win more than we did, I think, most of the night. Uh, we had a really good start to the second. We jumped on board and dominated, and then uh, sat back. Um, just, they just got so many great A chances today. They have too many good players to not score. I'm sure playing in the East, I mean, you've seen Malkin sort of when he gets going like that, pretty tough to stop. To give him time and space, he's one of the best players in the world. So. That's not for me to say. Um, uh, I don't know. How difficult is it when the game starts going sideways like that to get it back on the rails? Yeah, it's a fun building to play in. It's a good team. Anytime you give up eight, you gotta take a look in the mirror. All right, that's enough, JT Miller. I couldn't take it. The dude looked mad. The dude looked sad. The dude also looked smart, too. Let's be real. He had a moment there to blow up, especially after that question about the team thinking they got the dub. When they were up by three goals in the third. Which they should have got. Real talk. We're talking about a damn three goal lead. Incredible. Fascinating. What is going on with this team. For all the wrong reasons. My, my city deserves better. My people deserve better. Is this team even a bubble team? When is this going to end? Do bubble teams even blow up like this? Multiple times? Do bubble teams take a whole month off? They have looked bad. They need to pick it up. The fans deserve better. You spend to the fucking cap every year. You trade a first round pick, be better. This is inexcusable. It really is. It is. Something is going on. They're not being coached well. They're not being led well. Things got to change. Let's read this tweet. Okay, this is from at Kyla ER underscore on Twitter. The Canucks are what I imagine having a teenager is like. You love them, but they are also young and stupid and can embarrass you at times. Okay, yes, the Canucks are young. There should be a level of patience with this team. I've said it. I've said it. They are young. Things are going to happen. But a whole month, that's not right. That's not right. Travis Green, you've coached this team now for three years. That is not acceptable. Look, you can get away with losing games if you're playing well. I remember when, a, when Elliot Friedman, we talked about this too. A couple weeks ago, he was on radio in Vancouver. He talked about how, yes, the Canucks were starting to lose games, but they were playing well. This might have been, what, 15, 16 days ago? That's something that you can get away with. I think with an, with an educated hockey market, you can get away with that. Knowing the expectations, having realistic expectations, yes. Win, uh, lose the right way, and it won't be the end of the world. But when you lose the wrong way, when you suck... When you put on performances like you've done the last couple of days. When you can only muster up wins because your goaltending stands on its head. That's a sign of a bad team. That is a sign of a really bad team. Jeff Patterson, after the game, he wrote something for TSN. First sentence. This is all we got to talk about, okay? There is no defense for having no defense. I guess I should be saying there's no defense for having no defense. 
say it like that. What's going on with the defense? What is going on? They're all healthy, aren't they? You've tried shaking it, shaking it up, Green. What's going on? It's bad. It's bad, Myers. He's going to become the whipping boy now. It's funny, when you win games, it, it really does mask everything. People were loving the Myers signing. He was looking good. He was playing well. He was part of why they were winning games, in my opinion. Changing the pace. Losing just... Losing sucks. The city can't take it. Is this team miss, missing Brandon Sutter? Is that what we're getting to? Is that an excuse? I think that falls under the same line of... Of thinking Berchi or, or Goldobin could save this team. Real talk. I don't want to see no Goldobin, Goldobin shit anymore. That shit bugs me. It really does. I understand you got to make moves. And, and the right moves for this team at this date to make have to be within the organization. Because you can't trust a GM like Jim Benning to go out and trade to fix your problems. You can't. Don't, don't even think it. You don't want that happening. But Goldobin is not the answer. What happened to the depth? I, th I thought this team had depth, organizational depth. That's what Benning said. Isn't that why Benning got a three-year extension? Back to Twitter. Satir Shah. He asked Twitter, this game reminds you of dot, dot, dot. And, and we saw some funny, funny responses. Uh, this is from Ray. I don't even know how to say your last name, man. That time, Travis Green thought he could coach. That's what this game reminded him of. People want Travis Green out, eh? Taj had to get in there. Why Jim Benning should be fired. One person also said, what a name. This guy's name is Dombrova? Bro. Bro. That, that's remarkable, bro. That's a nice name. This game reminded him of Green's last game. Wow. How about this guy? Christopher Kim. Optimistic. A young team learning. <sighs> a young team learning how to do what? What? Learning what? How about this, man? I'll Canuck, when mom makes you chocolate chip cookies, but it turns out they're raisin. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right, man. <laughs> How are we going to have fun? You know, after every Canuck, Canuck loss, especially bad ones like this, we got to have fun. We're going to go to an ad. And then after that, we'll play some promiscuous in the background. I'll think of something, okay? I'll think of something. This is Sippin' on a 40. My name's Kyle Bowen. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back on the happiest episode of Sippin' on a 40 ever. My name is Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. We'll give a couple more shout-outs. How about Fantu Abby doing great work and Nick Bondi doing great work as well? Oh, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive. Not really. It's hard. You can't lie to the viewers. You can't. 
You can't lie to the listeners. You can't. I'm an honest person. If you're new to this program, I'm honest. I'm, I may be the most honest person you meet in your life. There's no point of lying. In the past, when, we, when we've been losing, I was sugarcoating the losses. I was spinning what was happening only because that's how I felt. I felt like this team did deserve some time. I, I couldn't lie about my energy. I couldn't be fake mad, fake aggravated. But now it's getting to a point where I feel bad. I feel bad for my city. I feel bad for the young fans. You know, I'll tell you a story. When I was, when I was younger, this was a couple years ago, and the Canucks were irrelevant as fuck, especially with the youth. I used to work at a jersey store. And for Christmas, I guess this is a good timing. For Christmas, you know, the store was always busy. Kids would come in. Parents would come in. They'd look for jerseys for their kids. And I kid you not, I would say, I would say 10% of those parents, of those kids, were looking for Canucks jerseys. This was in Surrey, British Columbia. The Canucks need to win games. They need to be relevant. They need to, they need to be a bubble team at least. They need to be good. They need to be better. For the culture. They can't just they can't just set sail to the L column again and again and again. They can't be bad. Be relevant. That's going to take a couple dubs here and there. You can't you can't just take a whole fucking month off again. It's not gonna work. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for the fans. It's not fair. They need to figure this out. They need to. They need to. Okay, let's talk about. Why don't we talk about Christmas? Holidays are coming up. This is going to be one of the last, last episodes. Thank God. It's going to be the last, one of the last episodes of November. Let's have some fun. Okay, let's have some fun. Okay, in the background, we got promiscuous. You, you know, that's what we do here. After some Canucks losses, especially the bad ones, we'll, we'll have some fun. We'll have some fun. Let's talk about Christmas, okay? The older you get, I'm at the age, the tender age of 26. Christmas for me, I, I don't really care for gifts. You know, if you want to get me gifts, any of my listeners, any of my people, get me a book or get me some socks. That's cool. That's cool. Underwear, sure. Why not? Speaking of books, man, I want that book Flea. I do believe it's about one of the Nirvana members. I haven't gotten it yet. I need to get that book for Christmas, okay? Anyone listening to this in my family or a fan, get me that book. Back in the day, I remember, though, Christmas was a huge deal, man. You know, I was fortunate, got whatever I wanted. One of the luckiest kids alive, real talk. Completely blessed. And and I remember this, this, this month coming up being the happiest time of life. Real talk. Way, way more important than Halloween. Because, yes, of gifts, of video games. The top five video games of all time. Childhood. And I guess teenagerhood and adulthood all, all put into perspective when making this list. At number five, we got Zelda. Zelda in the Orcarina of Time. Now, I got this game. I got this game as part of a bundle with the GameCube. Now, I know this game originally came out for the Nintendo 64. But when the GameCube first came out, it came with a, it came with like this, this Zelda package. And this one disc had four games. It had a couple Game Boy games and a couple Nintendo 64 games. And one of those 64 games was Orcarina of Time. Now, this game 
if you've ever played a Zelda game, you know it's an it's an adventure. You feel like you're damn Link. You really do, a warrior. Ocarina of Time was a lot easier than Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask was an absolute gong show. You needed the internet at a time where the internet was limited to defeat that game. Real talk. Unless you were a wizard. How do you figure that game out? One of the more difficult games of all time. Ocarina, on the other hand, it was fun. It was fun. It was exciting. It was simple. It was effective. Number five, Zelda. The Ocarina of Time. Number four, you got NHL 2009. Now, this game was revolutionary because of the skill stick. I don't get how anyone, yes, anyone can play the game of NHL using the 94 controls. Now, if you're if you're at the age of, what, 40, 40 plus, I kind of get it. Muscle memory, I understand it. You do what you got to do. But anything younger than 40, learn how to use the skill stick. It's a damn stick in your hand. And in 2009, Dion Phaneuf on the cover, the whole world of NHL video gaming changed. It became, it became fun. It completely destroyed the 2K franchise as well. Man, what, a, what an incredible game. I guarantee I played over 2,000 games. Real talk. Real talk. Number three, we got Pokemon Gold. Great story about this game. I had a level 100 Thyplosion. And my dickhead brother at the time, he deleted it. He deleted the game mode or the game file. Now, back in the day, kids, you could only have one game file on a game, on a Game Boy Advance game. Or was that a color game? That was a Game Boy Color game. Remarkable, remarkable. Shout out to my parents, yo. I'm going down this list. My parents, they continue. They continue to amaze me, yo. Unbelievable people. Getting me whatever I wanted. I remember the moment I got the game. I opened it up on Christmas. Now I knew I was getting the game because I, I peeked. I peeked in the closet. How did these people do it? Some Fijians come to Canada. Don't know shit about Canada. They raise children. And at the time Pokemon Gold came out. They decided to use the money they had to get their kids Game Boy Colors and and the newest Pokemon game. Remarkable. Will, will I ever amount to what my parents have become? I don't know. I don't know. I'm blessed. Hey, if you're like 16 or 15 listening to this program because you love the Canucks. And now, you you know, we're having fun here. You know, I, I spent a lot of time shit talking your favorite team. Speaking facts about your favorite team. We're having fun. This is what we do. If you're 15 or 16, still a, still a child. You still embrace Christmas for what it is. For you at the time. I hope when you open your gifts this year, in less than a month, that you give your parents the most fattest hug ever. And mean it. And mean it. Tell them you love them. Seriously. I think at the time when I was opening gifts, and and again, I'm honest. I'm an honest person. I'd open the gifts, give them a hug. How much did that really mean? Mean that hug? I don't know. I was more excited to play the game. Real talk. Number three, Pokemon gold now number two this may surprise people i don't know how many people played this game i don't sonic the sonic the Hed hedgehog my bad adventure battle 2 i'll say that again sonic the hedgehog adventure battle 2 now a big reason why i love this game so much was because everyone on the block had it and there is this ability to take care of something called a chow does this ring a bell for anyone 
you would feed the chow fruit. You would give it, what were they called? Were they rubies or something? You would give them like these, these rubies. I'm definitely saying that wrong, but it would power up your chow. You would evolve them. You put them into races. You put them into battles. There was a heaven. There was a hell. The chow world. Sonic Adventure Battle 2. What a game. Hey, the Sonic franchise, I believe the movie's coming out in a couple months. The story within that movie is remarkable how they had to completely revamp or, or well, go back in time with the graphics because when they first released the trailer for the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, they changed the way Sonic looked and people, cancel culture, absolutely hated it. They canceled the new, the new Sonic and forced whatever production company is in charge of making that movie to go back to the, the vintage look. That must have cost a lot of money. Is, is Sonic the Hedgehog, when it comes out, is the organization, is the production company, is the is the people behind it, are the people behind it going to make their money back? I don't know. Because that's a lot of work. To make a new trailer, to make new animations, to to pretty much make the whole movie again, that's a lot of work. And they had to do that. They had to do that because of cancel culture. Hey, did they did the right thing. You can't change the way Sonic looked. You can't. You can't. Number one. My favorite video game of all time. We're going back to Zelda. We're going to Zelda and the Wind Waker. Another Nintendo GameCube. Classic. Yes, classic. Who played this game? I, I'm dating myself. Hey, I'm 26. I'm dating myself. This game was so much fun. I don't think they've ever... Have they brought back the same animations for how that game looked? The Nintendo GameCube was a classic. It really was. You know, I just noticed I had a handlebar too. You could carry that thing everywhere. It was so ahead of time, man. It was so ahead of time. And that game, everything to do with the Dragon Boat, everything to do with how the graphics looked. Hey, you could even you could even get pigs mad at you in that game. Seriously, you hit a pig like four times, it would start chasing you. You'd be sailing everywhere, beating dungeons, beating clues. Yo, parents, if you're listening to this, get your get your kid a Zelda game. You'll learn a lot. You, you go through mazes. You go through a journey, you, you face challenges, you gotta figure it out all on your own. What a game, that final battle with Ganondorf. Oh man, my childhood. Man, Christmas coming up. Coming up in less than a month, a jolly time. Hey, I must say, I hope that December is a way better month. A way better month for, for the Canuck fans, for the Canucks. They deserve it, especially the fans. What they're experiencing now is not fair. Yes, they're a young team. Yes, they got a lot of new players on their team. Things do happen, but does a month like this happen? That is unacceptable. Do collapses like last night happen? No. That is pathetic. That is not right. My city deserves better. My people deserve better. Hey, Canucks, do better. This is pathetic. Again, two points away. From being the second worst team in the Pacific. Say what you want. The, the thing is jam-packed. It's not saying much, but it is facts. And that is not fucking good enough. Hey, my name's Kyle Bowen. Shout out to the SB Nation family and the Nux Misconduct Network. Once again, get the network too, man. Wherever you get podcasts, you search up Nux Misconduct, you get three shows with one swipe, one tap. You get to make your hockey life a little bit better. Hey, shout out to Timberland and Nelly Furtado. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we over here at the Nux Misconduct Network appreciate it. Peace.